Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. If someone later this week came up to you and said, why do you Catholics pray to the saints? How confident would you be in giving a compelling answer to that question? Why do you Catholics pray to the saints? I mean, doesn't this distract from your friendship with Jesus? I mean, you Catholics have all these statues and stained glass windows in your churches with the saints, and you have all these prayers and devotions and holy cards and novenas. I mean, doesn't this just get in the way of a friendship with Christ? You should just focus on Jesus and don't pray to saints. They they don't have divine powers. They're not God. They can't help you anyway. Just just focus on a friendship with Jesus. And where where's all this saint stuff in the Bible? You know, I, I hear those questions a lot, especially from my Protestant brothers and sisters. And, and, and they're fair questions. I think they're really good, sincere questions, but there's some great biblical answers I want to get into in, in this week's show as we're getting ready this week as the church celebrates the great solemnity of All Saints Day. So welcome to the All Things Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Edward Sri. I want to welcome any new listeners, especially any new listeners from the Dakotas. Now, why am I speaking about the Dakotas? I just got back from a wonderful Eucharistic conference that they had in Bismarck, North Dakota, 2,500 people coming out to worship the Lord, to grow in their faith. And I have to tell you, out of all the events I've done in 2019, I think this was the conference that had the most babies. <laughs> Everywhere I turned, just walking around, there were moms and dads and babies and baby carriers and strollers. It was awesome. I, I really, I loved it. I was so edified by seeing so many families coming out to take a weekend out of their lives, which is hard when you've got a growing family. And and, and come to be enriched, to worship our Lord in adoration, to go to confession, to, to grow in, in their faith life together. And so God bless you all. You're in my prayers. Thank you for your witness in, in family life. And um, I also want to thank all listeners here to the All Things Catholic podcast. Uh, it's a great joy when I, I get a chance to meet the listeners. And that's what I did in North Dakota. So many people came up and said, Dr. Ray, I listen to the podcast. And I love that, you know, because I'm here just recording on the other side of a microphone and I don't get to see you. Uh, but when I do get to go to an area and I meet some listeners, it's just a great blessing. So thank you for, for coming up and introducing yourselves. Um, I also want to thank all the listeners who participated in the survey this last fall. So if you remember back in September, we did a survey. We wanted to get feedback feedback on the, on the podcast, want to get your thoughts on topics that would be interesting. And we've already taken that to heart and already started crafting some episodes around your, your input. So thank you so much for taking that time to, to do the survey. And I promised that we were going to do a little raffle for anyone that completed the survey. We were going to draw and, and, and pick some winners. So three winners to win a free book. Uh, any one of my books, they can go to my website and pick which book they want, and I'm going to sign it for them. Then uh, there were hundreds and hundreds of people who completed the survey. So thank you. Thank you for taking that time to do that. I want to tell you about the winners, though, here. So here we have the three winners uh, winning a free book. Their names are Deacon Tom Murray, Teresa Duncan, and Natalie Miris. So congratulations, Deacon Tom, Teresa, Natalie. We're going to be in touch with you, and you're going to be getting a free signed book. Just go to my website, and you can start picking which one you want, and uh, we'll send that out into the mail to you. But I also promised a grand prize winner, an additional winner, someone that was going to get a new resource we have. It's a USB drive that you can plug into your car. You can plug it into your computer, a little USB that has nine of my talks on it. Uh, and that grand prize 
prize winner goes to Benjamin Moore. So congratulations to you, Benjamin, and congratulations to Natalie, Teresa, and Deacon Tom as well. But let's turn back to this topic of the saints. I, I, I've got a, a question for you. Do you feel close to the saints? I mean, do you really feel close to them? Do, do you feel like you have a friendship with the saints? Like they're, they're a part of your, your daily life. You, you sense their presence and you, you, you turn to them often. You know, it, it, sometimes Catholics have told me that they, they know the saints are important. They love hearing stories about the saints, but they admit the saints aren't like really a part of my life. I don't feel like I have a friendship with them. Uh, sometimes they feel too distant. You know, I, I think sometimes we we Catholics can view the saints as like, you know, spiritual superheroes. You know, each each saint has their own superhero spiritual power. You know, some can fly, some can bilocate, some can levitate, others read souls, you know, and, and you hear that and you're thinking, well, I'm just trying to get to mass on time and I, I don't have any great spiritual gifting and spiritual superpowers. Uh, I, I can't relate to these saints. Others might might feel intimidated by the saints. They almost seem too holy too perfect. You know, you read about a saint, you hear about a saint that stays up all night in prayer or, or fasts for three days. And, and you're thinking, I, I'm just trying to keep my room clean and I'm trying to say some prayers and not lose my temper and not get into too much sin. And I'm just struggling. And these saints seem so perfect. I, I can't relate to them. And I want to encourage you here because the saints are a lot closer to us than you may think. They're a lot closer to you. In fact, they came into this world like you and I did. They came in with original sin. They came in and they struggled with sin. They they struggled with doubt. They struggled with temptation. They they were human, fallen human beings like you and me. And, and yet they surrendered their weakness to God. That's what they did. And, and they, they knew how small they were. They allowed God's grace to change them, to transform. And they, and they totally trusted in God's grace. That's what... And made them so great. And they were really changed by God. I mean, think about a saint like Augustine, you know, I mean, Augustine was, was a great sinner. I mean, he really was good at sin. He knew how to sin. And, and if God can take a man with such sinfulness in his life and change him and make him a great bishop, a great saint, a doctor of the church, I mean, that gives me great hope in my life. You know, think about the apostles, you know, those 12 apostles, how many times they made mistakes, they didn't get it right, they didn't understand, they doubted, they didn't trust, and you know, and on Holy Thursday night, they all run away, and uh, people are denying him and abandoning him. I mean, they, they, they didn't get it right many, many times. They're like us, and yet God changed them. He worked with them, and through his grace, made them the foundations of the church and great apostles, great saints. So if God can work with with these people who had such weakness and transformed them, that gives us hope and encouragement. That's why we want to grow in friendship with them. That's why we want to make it a priority to get to know the saints, to learn about them, and to grow in friendship with them. So what I want to do is I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to grow in friendship with the saints. But first, let's just make sure we get the foundations on why the saints are important, why we pray to the saints, why that's biblical, and why it makes sense. It doesn't distract us from our relationship with Christ. I would bet you're you're familiar with, I know where many Catholics are, the distinction between praying to God and intercession. You know, when Catholics say we pray to the saints, what we really mean is we're we're asking the saints to pray for us. And and the church is getting better. The Catholic 
Catholic, I should say Catholics are getting better at, at understanding and explaining this basic point, you know? So just like I might pray for you and I ask you pray for me and my family all the time on the show. And, uh, and I may say, I'm going to pray for you when I go to Israel in a couple of weeks and the Holy land, you know, we pray for each other. We Christians do this all the time. Our Protestant brothers and sisters ask for prayers and they pray for each other. Well, that, that's, that's an intercession. And we do the same thing with the saints. We're not praying to St. Anthony and St. Francis like we pray to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We're just asking St. Anthony to pray for us. We're asking Therese to intercede for us, just like I might ask you for prayers. And that's just one basic important point to bring out. But there's another point, you know, did, did the saint, the idea of the saints being close to us and how do they hear our prayers? Are they still involved in our lives? You know, where is that in the Bible? Sometimes I think we can think that the saints are just disconnected from our lives and from what's happening on earth. You know, they lived their time here, they did their good work, and now they're up in heaven, but they're not involved. But that's not what the Bible portrays. All over the Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament, you see that the saints are actually very interested in what's happening on earth, and they're praying, they're interceding, uh, and their prayers make a difference. You know, like take a, in the Old Testament, you can read about Moses and Samuel in the time of Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 15, verse one, Moses and Samuel, these great heroes of the Old Testament had been dead for centuries. And yet they're depicted in Jeremiah 15, one as pleading before God for the Israelite people here on earth. So Moses and Samuel aren't disconnected. They care about what's happening on earth. Same thing if you want to read in the New Testament, in the book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse 8, or Revelation 8, 3. It's wonderful. You can see this several times in the book of Revelation where the prayers of the saints rise up to heaven, rise up to the throne of God, and then God acts on earth. So it's the prayers of the saints that can be seen as kind of like like help, you know, God sees their, hears their prayers, and then he, he comes down and acts powerfully here on earth. You see, the saints aren't disconnected from us. You know, they're our brothers and sisters in Christ. They're still united to us. Uh, think about some of the images Jesus uses to describe the unity we all have as brothers and sisters in him. In John chapter 15, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. She was showing how we're all united together in the one vine that's Jesus. But if someone, a faithful Christian dies, it's not as if they're, you know, they're cut off from the vine. Like, you know, someone comes with a big ax and just cuts off, you know, he cuts you off from the vine and you're disconnected. Oh no, you're in heaven. You're still connected with the vine. Or how about another image? St. Paul, I love this one. You know, St. Paul describes the church as the body of Christ. You know, there are many members, many different parts of the body, but we're all together, all united in one body in Christ. Beautiful image he uses, St. Paul. Well, what happens when someone dies? You know, like when St. Peter died, is he is he no longer a part of the body? Does a big ax come and amputate him? You know, when I die, am I like, you know, a little, you know, am I a little hangnail and the hangnail comes off of the body of Christ and I'm no longer connected? No, no. We're all still united together in Jesus. That's the vision of the New Testament. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 describes the saints. And this is my favorite image here. It describes the saints as a cloud of witnesses. That's Revel, uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, 1. The saints are a cloud of witnesses. They're, they're here among us, right? Yeah, I, I, the image I have in my head is like, you know, we're, we're on the field and we're playing the game here on earth. We're, we're fighting the good fight, the Christian life. And, and the saints, 
You know, they're, they're in the stands. They're cheering us on. They're cheering for us because they've been on the field. They know how hard it is, but they fought the good fight. They won the race, and now they have the imperishable crown of righteousness in heaven, and they're sharing in God's glory in heaven now, and they're there cheering for us that, that we, we cross the finish line and fight and win the victory in the spiritual battles we face here. So they are very involved. That's the vision of the New Testament. But do you experience the saints that way? Do you experience the saints as a cloud of witnesses, you know, in your home, in your kitchen, when all this stuff is going on with your family, with your kids, do you experience the saints as a cloud of witnesses or in your workplace when things are going hard and it's difficult and you're facing struggles or maybe in your own prayer life, when you go to the chapel, do you, do you remember the saints are there with you? You know, some people may wonder, though, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go to the chapel and think of the saints, or if I'm having a hard time, I don't want to think of the saints. I just want to go to God directly. I mean, all this saint stuff just distracts from our relationship with God. I just want, I need God's help, not the saints' help. Well, it's true. We should pray to God directly all the time. That should be the focus of our prayer. But the idea of kind of shoving the saints to the side, that's not biblical. No, that's not what God wants for you. It's not what, what God wants. God wants us to grow in love together with the saints. You see, this is, this is what the Bible says. St. Paul is very clear on this. Intercession is not optional for a Christian. Intercession is something we're called to do. St. Paul commands the Christians in Corinth, for example. He begs them, please pray for me, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 11. Intercede for me. He's asking for intercession. And he tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 2.11, pray for one another. Or for 1 Timothy 2.1, that is. So he's asking Timothy, pray for each other. Intercession is not optional. Why? Because when we grow in fellowship together, we grow in our friendship with Christ. Yeah, yeah, you know, our fellowship together here on earth and fellowship with the saints is a one way we grow in friendship with Jesus. Think about the two great commandments. What are the two great commandments? Love God and love neighbor. I show my love for God, not just when I go to the chapel or I, I, I sit in my room and pray. I show my love for God when I love my wife well, when I love my children well, when I love my neighbor well. So love of God and love of neighbors, they go hand in hand. But my neighbor isn't just Steve, the guy next door. <laughs> no, no, no. My neighbor is also my, the saints. They're a part of the family. They're part of the brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. And the more I grow in fellowship and friendship with them, the closer I'm going to grow in my friendship with Jesus. And, and God doesn't get mad. He doesn't think like, oh, the saints are distracting us from him. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. You know, did the saints really, did, did the saints really distract us from, from God? Is God going to get jealous if we ask the saints to pray for us? I mean, what father gets mad when he sees his children growing in love with each other, when he sees them helping each other, when he sees them praying for each other. I mean, I remember when my uh, my first two kids were, you know, were, were young, and so uh, my eldest daughter had her little brother Paul, and and just loved little baby Paul, and she would play with him and make him smile, make him laugh, and she'd tell us, "Oh, the baby's crying," and she would want to change his socks. She even tried changing his diaper many times, and so she she really wanted to help her little brother, you know. And that was a wonderful thing. Now, as as a as a father, did I get jealous about that? Did I get jealous? You know, say, "No, stop giving him attention." 
no, you know, I want you to come, come focus on me. No, no. I loved it that she wanted to help her little brother. And then as the little brother got older, you know, many times as he was getting ready for the day, let's say we're getting ready to go to church, he might come to me and say, daddy, here's my shoes. And then you'll help, and I'd help him put his shoes on, or I'd help him get his socks on or help him get his jacket on. Well, sometimes he would go and take the shoes and go to his older sister and say, I want you to help me. Uh, as a father, did I get jealous and saying, why aren't you coming to me anymore? Don't come, don't go to your sister. Just go directly to me. <laughs> no, as a dad, I'm like, oh, this is great. I've got help in the home. I love this, you know. But more than that, it was just wonderful to see them growing in love for each other, sharing their needs together, helping each other. And God loves it. God the Father looks at us the same way. When we turn to each other with our needs, we ask each other for prayer. And when we ask the saints for prayer, it's a wonderful way. He sees the love in the family grow. The Father rejoices. So here's the real question. The real question isn't, is it okay to ask Mary and the saints to pray for us? No, no. The real question is, do you want to love Jesus with all your heart? Do you want to, to give Jesus more praise in your life? Then, then love your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ, including the saints. Grow in friendship with them because that makes the Father rejoice. Now, Let's go practical here. I, I want I want to talk practically. How do I grow in friendship with the saints? So I want to give you a few points. First of all, I want to encourage you to pick a few saints. You know, it, it can be overwhelming when there's hundreds and hundreds of saints, but try to pick a few that become maybe your special friends. You know, maybe you already have this. Maybe you already have a certain a devotion to a particular saint. That's awesome. You know, maybe it was your confirmation saint or someone you got to know about. And take time to learn more about, more about them, to read about their life. And if they have any writings of their own letters they wrote or, or spiritual writings they left behind, read their writings directly. That's that that'll just really help you get to know them. Um, you know, in our in our family, we have two patron saints that we picked for our family life long ago. I think when Beth and I were first starting to have kids, we picked Saint Joseph and Saint Therese to be the patrons of our household. So we ask their intercession all the time. We're always asking for their intercession. We, we have devotion to many other saints too, but those are two saints that are a part of our family life and we turn to them all the time. Um, but learn about them. So that so maybe the first thing is pick a couple saints. Secondly, learn about them. Read their writings or read about their life. The more you, you, you get to know someone, the more you just kind of fall in love with them. But the biggest thing that happens is when you learn about the saints, you suddenly find yourself in a similar situation that they were in maybe one time. You learn about a saint that was hurt by something someone said to them, but they didn't fight back. They didn't brood about it. They didn't get all depressed about it. And the saint just kind of thought, oh, they're having a bad day. And 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 then, and then all of a sudden you find yourself hurt by something your spouse said or a coworker said, and you remember, oh, how did that saint respond? That saint didn't fight back. The saint didn't defend himself. The saint didn't get all gloomy and depressed. No, the saint actually just turned to intercession and prayed for that person and, and thought that, well, that person may be just having a hard day. So this is the beauty of learning about the saints. You know, I, I did a podcast just a couple of weeks ago about St. Therese of Lisieux, who's a, a great saint for, for my life. And when I, I just read her life and so many times when she'd make a mistake or she would be tempted or she'd be struggling, she, it was like she did this 
uh, this move that just turned everything around. She turned her weakness into a strength that every time there was a moment of weakness, a moment of struggle, she just surrendered and said, Lord, here's where I am with this. And, you know, so we talked about that in the podcast a couple of, of weeks ago. And, and I can't tell you how many times when I found myself struggling instead of just immediately wanting to fight, just to be able to, to actually just turn to God and say, God, I'm sorry, I'm weak, I'm struggling here, but I trust you can help me. So the, the, when you read about the saints and you'll learn more about them, you'll find yourself wanting to imitate them and, and finding more ways to imitate them in your daily life. So first point, pick a few saints. Secondly, learn about them so that you're filling your mind with the stories of the saints. You're going to remember their life and you'll find this. Things will start coming up in your day and you'll go, I want to be like that. I mean, what better way to fill your mind, right? Fill your mind with great stories of the saints, you know, better than filling your mind with, you know, angry stuff in the news or, or filling your mind with nonsense on, on YouTube videos that just are going to be pointless, that just aren't going to help you. What you put in your memory does matter. What you fill your mind with really is what you're going to turn to. So the next time you experience a certain temptation, do you want to have Therese of Lisieux or St. Augustine or St. Paul in your head? Or do you want to have just, you know, some character on Netflix or your, your, some character from the office in your head? What's going to help you more in your daily life? What do you want to fill your mind with? So that's why it's important to learn about the saints. But then thirdly, talk to the saints. Talk to them each day and do more than just say, pray for us pray for us. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. You know, I always ask them to pray for you, but just talk to them a little bit. Say, you know, St. Therese, I'm struggling again. I, I'm in this moment of weakness. Help me to be, to surrender, to trust, and be more like you. Or uh, whatever your favorite saint is, you know, St. Jana, help me through this different, difficult time. You know, whatever saint is close to you, turn to that saint and talk to them. Talk to them on a regular basis. Remember, the saints are a cloud of witnesses. They're close to you. And all you need to do is turn to them at any moment in your car, in your home, when you're out for a run, in your workplace, in the chapel. They are a cloud of witnesses. They're always there for you, a great resource. So pick a few saints, learn about them, and talk to them. This is how you're going to grow in friendship with the saints, and this is what's going to be a great blessing for your spiritual life. So thanks for listening to the All Things Catholic podcast. Again, I'm your host, Edward Sri. I would love it if you could share this podcast with others. If this podcast is a blessing for you, if it's something that you find is enriching to, to your life, share it with a friend, share it with family members. We're trying to get the podcast out to more folks. I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening and may God bless you.